Um, and I really can legitimately say I feel that I am amongst friends and family. As I look at some of the names here, I see people that knew me when I was Heidi, like Clark, uh, as a teenager in 1114 Sherman, living in intentional community with my parents and remembering Susan. And there's others that um, I've been a part of my life journey. And so really special to be with MMF um, this evening and sharing. Um, especially to be sharing in the times that we're living in now, to feel welcome in this space as a shared voice, as a shared collaborator with your justice community, with your peace community, with your Christ community around peace in the world that we're living in. And so um, I, as Jason asked, Pastor Jason asked me to share um, this evening, um, Part of one of the things that came to my heart was around peace and the practice of peace. And um, as Anabaptists, that remains part of our witness as part of our commitment. But in the midst of practicing peace, there's so much going on around us. So how do we maintain this peace that we feel called to, peace that we are challenged by, and peace that we are encouraged to um, be a witness of when things seem really stormy. And so I just wanna share with you this evening from my heart, I'd like to share some scripture passages and just some thoughts from my own personal practice space around peace. Um, and this one particular scripture that I like to share, I won't read it, but the text is up for you. Um, I just kind of wanna, uh, pull out some highlights from this text in, in Mark. Uh, familiar stor story to many of us, Jesus calming the storm. And in that uh, sacred text, I often think about this quiet uh, with exclamation points as is written, be still. And this controversial moment of a storm, hear this image, I'm sure the boat that Jesus and the disciples were in did not look quite like this. But I thought about what it might feel like for me today to be in a fishing boat, trying to get from one place to another. And all of a sudden, here is this violent in, um, environment. Here is this storm that comes up and comes amidst, yet I know that I'm traveling with Jesus. And in this time of you know, traveling with Jesus, there is uh, an assumption that everything is going to stay calm because we are in community. The disciples were in this moment of community. They were traveling, as Pastor Jason shared earlier, about this discipleship road. Here they were on the road of discipleship with their rabbi, with their teacher, and in the midst, a loud noise came, the sound of the storm, the sound of the crashing waves. And in the text in Mark, which is different than Matthew, in Mark, they recount that Jesus was laying on a cushion and he was taking a nap. How many of us in the recent times when we have prayed for peace and we have prayed for the presence of Jesus to be illuminated in our atmosphere have been like, Jesus, are you still sleeping on that cushion? There are days when I say, Jesus, I wish you would get up and speak to the waters around me. I wish you would get up 
and speak to the sounds that are crashing, that I feel are crashing over me. The imagery that I hold in this text as well is that often we are the boat, right? We are a container, we are a vessel, and the environment comes crashing in. Unexpected situations, unexpected storms, and we find ourselves subjected to lightning and thunder and rocky waters. But yet, as disciples of Christ, we, we believe, Jesus, you are here. You are here somewhere. Let Can we find you? Maybe you are with this cushion again. And we are just to trust that you are present and we won't drown. But there was this moment in the text where the disciples, they were not cool. They were not okay with Jesus being on that cushion. They knew he was napping and they went, can, can something be done here? What is going on? And Jesus gets up and he confronts the issue with a, a, a required stillness for the environment. And in that modeling of that required stillness, I believe there were two messages. There was a message for the waves that were crashing in, that were upsetting the emotions of the disciples. But there was also another message coming in about internal stillness. You of little faith, what are you worried about? Don't you know I'm here? Quiet, be still. I don't think Jesus was just talking to the winds and the waves. I think he was also talking to the anxious and restless spirits of the ones, his disciples who thought they might drown. Be quiet, be still, because I'm here. And so part of practicing peace, I believe, is even though the storms of life come, turbulence comes, that we can be reminded that Jesus is still present with us. We don't have to go totally uh, into realms of anxiety and fear because even with Jesus being there in the flesh, there was a storm and he still stayed calm. It wasn't a quick reaction. Oh, the storm's coming. Let me get up and show them who I am. There was an expectation because they had been in discipleship together, growth together, training together, that they would know that yes, the waves are coming, but you can still trust that I'm in it with you. Can we still trust that Jesus is in it with us, with all the things we hear, all the things we see personally um, that are projected inwardly and the things that surround our environment? I believe that part of practicing peace is a steadfast mind, this mind of focused on not the storm. We know it's there and there may be responses we'll have to take, but this mind that a higher power, that God, Savior, Redeemer, Sophia, the words that you may paraclete, the words that you may use to express God as you have experienced God. For our minds to become steadfast, the scripture said, those minds who stay in this steadfast meditation and reflection on the characteristics, the names of God will be kept in perfect peace because there's this trust. There's this deep understanding of trust. And so this quote, I don't know if it is an original from my father, Michael Banks, who 
went on to be with the Lord in April. And I know many of you've known him and sent your condolences to our family. But this was something in the last, last year about this time that we often talked about in the midst of storms, a stormy time, practicing peace. And he would say, Hyacinth, you have to learn to honor the space between no longer and not yet. And I would just be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but this began to live with me, this quote and the text that um, Tierra read about not being anxious, about this perfect peace that comes. Because I think often in life, we go through the storm and we're waiting for it to clear. And okay, the storm is passing. We can see the clouds are not as thick and maybe things are getting you know, a little bit clearer and we can see our way. So that's no longer, but when are we gonna get to the other side? And how do we function in between what no longer exists and while we're waiting to get to the other side? This becomes another place of practicing peace. It's the pause in our life that we didn't invite. It's the comma that we didn't want. It's the period, finish the sentence that we wish could happen. But yet part of the, the journey and part of discipleship is actually this learning to wait without anxiety, learning to practice this internal peace so that we'll be strengthened in our external. Okay, I'm almost done, Pastor Jason. Am I almost out of time? I'm okay. Okay. As much time as you need. Okay. Um, and so some of the things uh, I said, we've been seeing all kinds of people images lately. On, if you watch any social media feeds or any news programs. So I chose to go with animals tonight <laughs> to lighten our load as we talk about peace. I, I chose to go with furry friends. And this imagery here of these like tug of war the top as you see these two like doggies they're wrestling over this rope and they're pulling this kind of uh reminded me of our personal internal struggle right of this tug of war between peace and the things that block our internal peace and then below the little kittens and there's one that looks different in the middle and one is saying come over here and be with me how people and how community tries to pull us and sway us in different directions as we really should just all be there as those little kittens should just be with one ball of yarn probably playing together but there's an influence saying come on my side come on my side there are things that impact us to try to block the peace and so how do we hold it some of the things that block peace are fear jealousy envy discontentment, uncontrolled anger and having a temper. The Bible says, be angry, it's a human emotion, but sin not, let's not go over the edge, let's get control over that. Selfishness, pride, intolerance. And this is when I've been spending a lot of time in prayer for reflection on this intolerance and how that blocks our peace, this extreme agitation, um, for sometimes difference, difference of opinion, or difference of experience. And so peace, these things try to block our peace. And maybe there's others I'm sure that you might name or add to this list this evening. 
And um, I'm almost done. I think I have like two more slides. But there's this part of this perfect piece, the challenge is often imperfect pieces, what we've known before Christ and even as disciples of Christ. Perfect, this imperfect piece is this piece of ignorance. I don't want to know uh, about, I don't want to know about the conflict. I don't want to hear about the problems. I'm just going to keep it with sunshine and roses and my side of the street is just great. But no, maybe for someone else, our neighbor, our brother and sister in Christ, they don't have the opportunity to, uh, you know, have ignorance. And so in perfect peace, we have peace as long as we don't have a certain level of knowledge. Imperfect peace is also stagnation. You see stagnant water at the top, it looks okay, but if you get a closer look down under it, it's slimy, it has a lot of algae possibly, it's stagnant, nothing's moving. And so just let's just keep things even keel and we'll have peace. But underneath something else is brewing. This other imperfect piece um, of dependence. And I think this is one that, especially as disciples and followers of Christ, that we may struggle with when we lose what we were dependent on. It could be a person, it could be a place, it could be a thing. This brings us again, we want to say, oh, my peace is gone because I lost this. Oh, my peace is gone because this is no longer a part of my life. My peace is gone because I can't go here or there. The practice of peace is that these things would not shift our peace. These storms wouldn't shift our peace, but we would learn to have a cushion too. Um, and it would start from an indwelling in inside space. And so uh, here's this contrast of a stormy time and these, it's almost Christmas, right? Almost Advent will come soon. Um, these cushions, um, can peace dwell in us during a storm? And I believe Christ's intent for us as disciples is that peace would still dwell in us in the storm. And as we look around, there are lots of storms. So our commitment as disciples of Christ how do we keep working at that piece? And I didn't know that you were gonna have that scripture in the sharing time earlier, um, Pastor Jason, but I found this image as uh, uh, like a copyright, you see it there in the corner, honoring uh, the creator of this, words from around the world saying peace. And oftentimes um, when we wanna say peace, we take images of a, glo a globe, uh, the world, a globe, a dove, but I thought about the words and the language and the value of all people who want the same thing of peace and to be at peace externally and to be better practitioners of it with our neighbors. It really does start with us being good practitioners in, in dwelling in ourselves. And so Jesus gave us a promise of peace. I leave with you my peace I give to you. I don't give as the world gives. So don't let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And there is peace. And so I just invite us as we journey in Christian community in different ways and all the places we'll go and the people that we connect with, that we would be mindful to keep working at our internal peace, holding that, but also being mindful of those who need a witness of peace, who need room for their language, who need room 
for their presence, who need room for the words that they want to share that they might feel peace, who need community for their storm that they too might experience peace. God bless you. It's beautiful to be with you. And I hope that something was said resonates because of God's spirit, not because of me, but because of God's spirit alive and dwelling among us um, as a connected body, a body, many parts, but we still are one body, the body of Christ. So thank you for allowing me to share this evening.